Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is My My Kind of Girl. One, two, three, four! Hey there, welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we're discussing uh, My My Kind of Girl. This is by Ramones. From 1983's Subterranean Jungle. Uh, this is going to be their seventh studio album. Uh, they're in on this with Sire Records. This one's written by Joey Ramone of Ramones. Uh, Philip, do you want to give us this category? I'd love to. It's a controversial pick. Ooh. I went around and around about this, but I'm settling on love. Because it's dripping with it. <laughs> oh, man. Dripping with it. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's get just straight into some hard facts here. Let's drop the pretense, get straight into facts. Let's not beat around the bush. This is Marky's last album for a while. Yes. You can tell on this album, it's, you can tell which one's Marky's last album, because if you look at the cover, they just have him sitting <laughs> sad style in a window all by himself. You know what's funny? I was, I was staring at this album cover in preparation for this song, and something I realized I think I've always gotten wrong is not just that I don't ever notice him in the corner. Yeah, how could you? He's like scrunched between some graffiti. I never notice him in the corner. My eye doesn't go there. My eye actually goes to Johnny and um, how I always kind of misread his posture. Okay. He looks, he's got his knee out and I think he's leaning against the wall there. The wall. But the way that it's clipped with the angle of Dee Dee's jacket, it kind of looks like He's kind of standing like he's got a little like flamingo pose. Where he's like, <laughs> it's a slight like Mick Jagger move that I'm yeah. picturing, and it's not that at all. It, yeah, I no, mean, no. this week I realized it was like, oh, he's not doing that. But I always thought it was like, oh, you know, a way you'd <laughs> no, never see Johnny standing. He's yeah, just chilling. That's got to be what it, it is. It is interesting too if you look at it because Marky's, even though you can't, you don't notice him ever, and like you really have to look for him. Yeah. He's so well lit compared to everybody else. Everybody else is in <laughs> almost complete shadow. He's washed out. Yeah, they're what you see. I mean, it's just a very interesting. I, I would say, you know, the whole thing about this album cover is that the Ramones did this to Marky on purpose, but I don't think they could have even really predicted how. <laughs> How yeah, you had a separated Marky because he's just so just how everything came together. He's like you almost don't even notice that he's there. I there's a there's an interesting um, there's a bunch of interesting uh, videos on uh, filmmaking and stuff that I've been watching lately, and one of them was on Wes Anderson and how he frames uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. And there's a part in Rushmore when, if you remember, uh, Max and I can't remember her name now, the woman there. Pining after are feeding fish, and they're in the frame together, not separated by anything, mm-hmm. until she says the thing about how she was married, and then at that moment she steps over into there's like they're separated by a window pane, and it's literally a break mm-hmm. in the relationship. And then when they come back together, they like find another thing to relate to. They're back in the same broken mm-hmm. by nothing, and this is like the same type of thing where it's like we we are going to completely block you off literally put a train in between you and us so what i'm saying (laughs) is the photographer for subterranean jungles album cover was like wes anderson 
Nice. He was that precise. Nice. Look it. He has a lot of using the same font. The, same well, actor. yeah, I was going to say the graffiti is somehow <laughs> Wes Anderson-y. That's, I really want to picture it. Oh, before I forget. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. This is our last M title. Nice. And we were saying it's also our last my title because it's a trio of mys. Uh-huh. Technically Four. a quartet because right. this is a double my. My my. And you know how nerdy we are around here. Right. Yeah. So four mys in a row. Yep. Well, sort of. No, not in a row because there's words in between. Nice. Um, ugh, they hate me. Um, <laughs> no, the Ramones no. played this song zero times live. Oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny to me. I guess it makes sense when you think. It makes total sense, but it's still funny. Yeah, at the time that it's coming out, yeah, this, this is sort of the beginning, or at least like the solidifying, I feel like, of Johnny being a real dictator, let's say, or having a tight grip on the, on the function of the band's live shows. Yeah. And this ain't it. Yeah, no, like, this ain't it. We're not going to do it. No, which is so funny when I tell you how I feel about this song. Okay. <laughs> Um, do you have any facts? Uh, well, I just got a couple more. Um, this is produced by Richie Cordell and Glenn Kalotkin. And we've talked about Richie Cordell on the show before. Yes. He did, he produced so many freaking things, including, um, I think we're alone now, the Billy Idol version, or I'm sorry, I think we're alone now, uh, not the Billy Idol version. I think we're alone now. Oh, and Moni Moni. And Moni Moni, Billy Idol, That's and right. Joan Jett, out, I Love Rock and Roll, which is like insane. Yeah. Um, and he was the head of the punk label... Bomp? Bomp? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I couldn't I, really find anything on Glenn Kalotkin, P.S. No, I've, I've not gone down to Kalotkin. Because <laughs> I was not. like, we've never talked about Glenn Kalotkin. I'm like, can't There's find nothing on him. <laughs> There's not a Lotkin about Glenn Kalotkin. Oh, man, that's why we keep your Thank around. you. Um, <laughs> it's not just the microphone. Um, this song was supposedly written as a tribute to their female fans. Plural. Oh, uh. Um, which I thought was nice. I love that. Um, uh, I, I also thought in listening to it that there's like, surely this is like Walter Lure being the guest guitarist. Cause there's some flair in there that just doesn't feel like a Johnny flair. Okay. Could so, you find reference well, I, to that somewhere? I could, or? Not, I could not exactly, but by way of a transition, I followed a little more of Walter Lure's career and it's, and it's interesting and he's, he kept busy a lot but there was one part when he was brought in uh, to work with Ramones and he was, he seemed like he understood what he was there for. It was like, you know, they just brought me in to do like these extra things. But when he saw what was going on at that time, his quote, and this is like from the 2000s, I think, but his quote was, thank God I'm not in this band. Oof. <laughs> that he's, he's just Man. like, these are angry, angry dudes Oof. and really tense. And I'm glad I can just come in, play some music take my check and get the hell out. He uncled this band. Yeah. You know, like aunt and uncles with kids. Where it's like, I love to come over and play. I might have to be like a strong hand, but then we'll have some pizza and I'm out of here. And I get to go home. <laughs> yeah. And now they're yours. Ooh. Yeah. Man. That's a, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all the facts that I really had. About I mean, just as another little side note, like, go for it. I know we've talked about this a little bit, but you just got to really wonder how, how much of, of the Ramones, you know, curse was done to them and how much they mm. just kind of conjured from being such yeah. angry dudes with each other all the time yes. and to the world, it, you know. It couldn't have... The anger that they carried around couldn't have helped. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it helped. It's exactly. sad for me to think, though, that these guys were so amazing and just 
I don't know, did not have any fun really doing this thing yeah, that they weird. did for so long together. I mean, I'm sure they had some fun at some point, but and it seems like they were had their arms crossed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, by way of a transition, you and I were talking about Subterranean Jungle yeah. as a whole, and you were saying that you think it's sort of underrated or that it's sort of like well, unfairly I like bashed. People, I feel like people have a lot of like, they're like, oh, it's not that good as other things, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of great songs on this album. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that in terms of like where they were at this time. Yeah. That like, so when they start off, they're influenced by the things that came before them. Mm-hmm. And now this is their sixth album. And, and so enough has happened where they can sort of start being either influenced by themselves. Yeah. Or influenced by the people who they previously influenced. So there's almost like a little, like a, it, the circle of influence grows smaller and smaller mm-hmm, and it doesn't mm-hmm. go that far out. Yeah. That's my way of saying that I think one of the criticisms that I sort of understand about Subterranean Jungle is some of it feels derivative of other earlier songs. Okay. And in particular, like this one feels like a redo version of I Want to Be Your Boyfriend or I Want to Be, I Want You Around. Okay. They, they feel, yes. they're, they're, you know, the spirit well, is there. Well, they're certainly and, same genre. Right, but I mean, they just, yes, they're same genre, but when the same genre is happening by this band and it's like, this is how we do it, it fe- I think it feels totally. like that. That's, and, that's, yeah, me, totally, totally. that's me glowing no, 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 on. There's not, a couple others like that, too. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but you're wrong. No, it's not that you're wrong. I'm just going to jump right into how I feel about this Yes, they were there. I love this song Mm -hmm. and when i hear this song it makes me really happy like they wrote it for their female friends i feel like thank you for writing this for me joey (laughs) and i just want everyone to know that when i'm writing fan fiction about me and joey having pillow fights Mm -hmm. in a bed full of pizza that this song is always playing in the background (laughs) just assume that that that's true you know what i mean the bed full of pizza is a new (laughs) twist on the image (laughs) You know, uh, no, but that fits. I just, I, I get that it's like other songs they've done, but also I can't get enough of this song. I get it. So please give it to me 10 more times, Joey, in like a couple of different keys. I'm fine. Uh, I'm good I go. will, I will double down and jump right to it and say that I also love this song. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why in particular. It's so easy going down, eh? It's easy, easy it's going pretty. down. It's pretty. Yeah. The but I pointed it out when we were listening to it yeah. before this, but the backing vocals are great. Great, they're just it's just it's just like a note. That's yeah. all it is. But it's like that's perfect. And I even love sort of the the craftsmany part of this. One of the last times I listened to it, I realized they could have stopped at about two thirds through because they just repeat like the same sure. chorus or the same words over and over again. But when they do it again, they bring the backing vocals in earlier, mm-hmm. and it's like a crusher. Because you're like, oh, we're back to this. They go back to the top again so quickly. Um, No, it it also sounds related to a song we talked about earlier. It almost feels like the guitar sound sounds like a bird song more than the bird song they covered. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. Then the bird song they covered. Yes. Yeah. Right. It, it, like, it, that's what made me think it was Walter Howard. Anyway. Um, but no, it's oddly fantastic. It's why is it? Why would you even say oddly? 
I don't know because it's got all the it it cuz it kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't I don't think I guess here's what I'm trying to say is I would initially But there's precedent for it with this band. No, sure. But I would initially be surprised if somebody said it was one of their favorite songs and then I would expect to keep hearing that from people. Mm-hmm. It's it is not I want to be your boyfriend. It's the it's almost like the improvement on it in a way. Huh. Like they just 2.0'd it and they're yeah. like, well, we got it again. We, we did it again. We did it again. It would be interesting to, okay, here's a little project that could be really okay. fun. Redivide all the Ramones songs into different albums based on the genre that they're playing within. Okay. So do like a whole like Joey Crooner album where it's like this, Danny says, you know, I want to be your boyfriend and just like make like a 1950s, like, you know, teen beat record. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You're going to write the Del Shannon Ramones. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. And, And just to, just to bring it back to Johnny for one moment. Okay. You know, when we look, when we look at Joey Ramones, solo albums and he he tries oh my god sorry when he is doing his crooner Mm -hmm. crooner crooner um thing un unedited Mm -hmm. by a band i think that there are times when it is way too much yeah and it's just like all right but in these moments and why i'm bringing up johnny is because i feel like and the rest of the band with them in place to really bring like Rein him in and mm-hmm. give him some structure that probably, you know, helps to make songs like these really great. I'm going to yes and that in this way. In that, at this, especially at this stage of the band's life, where it's like, we're not going to play this song live. Yeah. We're not going to do a ton of songs like this anymore. Yeah. So you're going to get one shot at it. Yeah, yeah. So you may think that, like, he's like, okay, I get one shot. I'm going to have to rock it. Nailed I'm going to have to nail it. And so you probably bring a little extra something. And and in, in a weird way, it feels like a lot of the band does too. I don't know why. It's it, it, This goes back to the like the image of them just being like so grumpy with everybody that I'm I for as grumpy as they got, I don't see evidence of self-sabotage in the performance. Yeah. There's some of it, it feels like, with the way things are released in management and stuff like that. And that yeah. all that's all something else. But, like, for this, uh, it feels like if I'm Johnny Ramone and I hate this crap, and like, <laughs> I, just, I imagine that's totally how he says, do I hate this crap? I hate this crap. <laughs> Why are we wasting our time with this crap? But if he's like that, <laughs> you would think, like, I'm not doing that. And so... Yeah. And maybe Dee Dee does too. And, you know, and then they're like, well, I guess we'll have to get some other guys in there. And, and I mean, I'm also speculating, maybe that happened. But it also, I like to think, he's like, oh, hate this crap. Well, time to give it 100% and still does 100%. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, Johnny Ramone must respect Joey as the lead singer of this band or he just no, I don't know. get I a guess. mutiny and vote him out. And I mean, I think so. I think Johnny and Dee Dee could have easily gone and made a different band without Joey. I think so. But so, I think, but I think... And I, I always mess up the quote, but there's something where he also recognized that it was like, whatever we are is encapsulated in him. Yeah. We can't go on without that guy. Yeah. And he found, Johnny found a way to like continue this band without the other founding members 
except for that guy. Yeah. The guy he hated the most is yeah. like, I have to keep him. Yeah. He's indispensable. Yeah. At the, at the other points, we can change him out. But I would love to know, there. you know, at the end of the day, what Johnny felt about this song. Because it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so freaking good. And it doesn't seem like he would be that adverse to it, because it is like those it's doo things. And yeah. yeah, it's on the album. There you go. Do you have a most valuable? I mean, okay. I gotta give it to <laughs> Richie Corsike. It's Joey Ramon. Oh, I, re- I started writing Richie Corsike. Yeah, you, sh- you should know better. Uh, yeah, it's Joey. It is. I mean, this feels like, this feels, we've said it a couple other times, but this feels like one of those things where they, they learned the right lessons from the Phil Spector attempts to like enhance what they already had rather than try to do something completely out there. Yeah. It was like, oh, you just like made a nice little chestnut. Man. And it's so funny. Like this song doesn't get played on the radio. This song could get played on the radio. This seems like a gem on the radio. Like, if yeah. I was Jack FM, what a great song to throw in every now and I'm serious. Yeah, sure. It's so easy, but, like, you never hear it. No, you're right. There's And there's no, like, they don't talk about glue or Yeah, it's not funny. Or, <laughs> yeah, your girlfriend doesn't turn into a blob or anything. No. Nobody gets eaten by a werewolf. Like No, they saw each other <laughs> and they liked each other. Yeah. That's what happens. And, and they hung out. They don't and they, have they to. played the jukebox. this. <laughs> Does your mom like this on a mixtape? OMG. This she would. M- she would love this. In the she nicest would say, way. These boys are really fantastic. <laughs> Ramones, I'll have to look them up. Do they have a CD? <laughs> um, Accurate. A sidebar, Johnny yes. gave this album a B. Oh, okay. So a I don't know. Better? I just think it's funny. Well, but yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it's a B. I mean, he well, didn't give this. too many things C's. He only gave like a couple of things sure. C's, but I think B is not that good. Consider this. No, it's not. And maybe he's hard on it because of the, you know, whatever. Of that same reason song. that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no because of the reasons that we said. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, compared to the last song we just talked about, which was on the B minus album that yeah, we both yeah. liked. Yeah. This one we both loved. Yeah. And it's a little higher. Yeah. So, so yeah. far that trends. So we know what's up. We get it, you guys. <laughs> we get it. Well, uh, any last words on that? I don't think so, except, yeah, we should totally get it on Jack FM. Okay. <laughs> yeah, who do we write to? Uh, that, that guy who That obnoxious voice <laughs> at jack.com. At jack.com. Oh, goodness. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've had a real fun time. If you want to follow us on social platforms, you can find us on the Twitter at Ramones Podcast or Facebook at Ramones The Day Podcast. And uh, if you want to join us next time, we'll be discussing needles and pins on the Mounds of the Day. Mm-hmm.